Hey, this is James. We plan to take the Thanksgiving Day weekend off, but I picked up the paper today and saw a zing about volunteering. You know, give thanks, do some work in the community for free. So I called Ashley. She's heading back from the heart of Florida, and I'm putting a bunch of files on her desk. And when she gets in, we'll roll on Sunshine on Issues, Episode 6. Sunshine on Issues, Thanksgiving holiday 2017. This is James, Capitol reporter for the Tallahassee Democrat. I talked to an economist this week. Florida turns everything upside down, folks. You'll see what I mean with his take on fighting rural poverty. And when we leave Jerry Parrish's office, we'll stumble into an example of what he was talking about when we sit with a couple volunteers, people working on a civic event for free, preparing a community-wide Thanksgiving Day dinner. And if you stay until the end of the program, we have sex. A gubernatorial candidate's take on the State House Tallahassee Party Boys and appropriate behavior in the workplace. This podcast was produced Friday, November 24th. It's Sunshine on Issues, reports from the State House in Tallahassee. Episode 6. Let's start with the zing. Major frustration for potential volunteers getting response to an offer to help, end quote. Hang in there, my friend. People are working for free in their spare time, hoping to do some good. They'll find you. And here's why it's important. The FloridaScorecard.org site, www.thefloridascorecard.org, tells you Florida's story by the numbers. There are interactive maps and links to other sites, and it has everything you want to know about Florida's economy. I dug into it, and I see Tallahassee is surrounded by a sea of economic misery. 36 of the state's 67 counties have fewer jobs today than they did in 07. 20 of them are here in the big bend of the panhandle. Represented by two state senators, and Senator Bill Monford can tell you that 40% of the children in his district go to bed at night hungry. Rural North Florida is caught in a downward rural North Florida is caught in a downward spiral fueled by two factors that feed off of each other. A lack of jobs forced people to move. A lack of people forced businesses and jobs to move away. But check this out. At the FloridaScorecard.org site, you can track how people move. It seems business retirees and their wealth and knowledge after a career in the city are retiring to the rural countryside. Economist Jerry Paris says they are bringing social capital and expertise no other region of the country may be able to match. Parrish thinks if they are recruited to mentor poverty-stricken teens, mine their experience and connections for the next generation, the downward economic spiral can be stopped. That's Florida's greatest opportunity, no matter where you are. When you look at this um, um, Florida scorecard and you see where people are moving to and moving from, you could follow this. This is an awesome thing, by the way. This is Travis Brown's How Money Walks. You click on Florida, and you can click on every single county, and you can see where people are coming to and moving from and how much wealth they're bringing with them. This is the adjusted gross income. They call it wealth. But you can see people are moving 
you know, from Leon County and Broward and Palm Beach and Miami-Dade up here to Gadsden County. Yeah, it's happening. So people with money are moving in. They can be mentors. They can be investors. That's one of the biggest opportunities that Florida has here, you know, for helping kids create their own business. And then they can stay in that rural county and, and have a nice lifestyle just like you wanted to do and I wanted to do. Um, there's a great opportunity. So, so Gadsden County is getting all this wealth, $31 million from Leon County, $6 million from Broward this County. over the period of 1992 to 2015, but this is, uh, this is um, um, you know, exactly where they're from through the IRS records of adjusted gross income. So this is legit. I mean, this is, and, you know, those people in a lot of cases bring business experience or they've run nonprofits or they've been involved in, you know, different things. And I think capturing that and how I get around to answering your question finally is we got two types of retirees. We got some that come down here and stay long enough so they just don't have to pay uh, state income tax, but they're not getting involved in the county. So when they write a check to their local library, it's their local library in Pennsylvania or wherever they came from. If we could get them involved more down here by making them a mentor, making them feel better part of this, you know, um, this community down here, then they'd write a check to the Wakulla Library and, you know, the, the one in this area. So I think that's the key no matter where you are. It doesn't matter if they have business experience or not. If they do, mentorship would be awesome. But just getting them involved where they feel like this is their home would raise that number of volunteerism 100%. I mean, I, I guarantee you it would. Um, this business mentorship to help these people that are trying to get out of poverty, get them some social capital of who they need to talk to. They, they don't know, but the business person mentor can help them with that. That is the key to all of this. Um, that is the biggest need that we have and our biggest opportunity that we're wasting right now. Um, we're not taking advantage of that, and Florida's got more retirees. We know what to do with. Right? Yeah, let's, let's give them something to keep them from getting bored. So, so is it a misuse of data to say to to acknowledge that the rural counties are losing population mm -hmm. at the same time people are moving into Florida? Some of these people are retirees who move into the rural counties that can help. Absolutely. prevent the downward spiral that we find the Panhandle counties heading into? They can, absolutely. That's that's something. I've, I've written papers on marketing to retirees. You know, it doesn't create as many jobs as manufacturing or logistics, but it creates jobs. And if you're losing jobs, a job is a job. Okay, so I sat in the Florida Chambers parking lot and thought about what Parrish said. Not the jobs part but the need for social capital in the poverty fight. Over in Frenchtown, a post-Civil War black neighborhood, volunteers were preparing a community Thanksgiving Day dinner. When I walked into Project Annie's Kitchen, I counted at least four distinct generations preparing a home-cooked meal for 1,400 people. Gubernatorial candidate Gwen Graham and an FSU grad student sat at a table dicing onions among a pile of peeled potatoes. They were talking about life while they worked. It was a work day for the politician, a media stunt to attract the media we can't resist, but I did bring up volunteerism without mentioning Parrish. But Graham talked like she could do PR for his project. Thank you very 
and my mother. You know, she started uh, community care for the elderly, and she started volunteering, uh, elderly volunteering in all of our school districts all across the state. And it was an incredible program, and what a wonderful opportunity for our senior citizens to come into our schools and have that interaction with, with, with the students, but impart their wisdom as well. It's an incredible opportunity. I look forward to bringing it back. Now, why is volunteering Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. First of all, you gain so much more than you give, right? I mean, you know that you're making a difference for people and helping people, and that's what this is all about. Um, it is about, Sheila and I have been talking about this. Sheila is about to start getting her graduate degree in social work, and she talked. we talked earlier, and I don't want to divulge any, anything you've said to me in private, but we talked earlier about how sometimes people, they're like, why are you doing that, right? Why are you doing that? You're not going to make as much money, or you're not... To me, it's about being in a position to help people and make a difference in people's lives. And that's why, I mean, that's why I'm running for governor. We shared this earlier before there was press around that, you know, to me, the opportunity to be the governor means I'm in a position where I can help more people. I can make a difference in people's lives. And that's what volunteering is about. And James, do you mind finding a napkin for me? Because my eyes are watering and my, my nose is running. Because uh, you're from, cutting onions while we Because I'm talking. cutting onions as we talk. So, yeah, it does not happen under normal circumstances. But, uh, uh, but, but I am moved by this. It is a, it is a passion for me. I came here a couple years ago and served on Thanksgiving, and so I was. So what Miss Annie does, and she does it all throughout the year too, to be in a position to provide a meal to someone that doesn't have a family to be with or somewhere to go for food on Thanksgiving. Um, how how much does that? I mean, fill your soul to be able to be in a position to provide a joyful Thanksgiving, and um, that's what this is about. I mean, that's what volunteering is about. It's about giving of yourself. But you gain so much more than you give. And your eyes water. Graham and about 10 others were helping 85-year-old Annie Johnson with her annual Thanksgiving Day dinner for anyone who shows up at her 4th Avenue storefront. She's been feeding Frenchtown for 18 years. Started out with six turkeys. Tuesday at noon, the count was over 60 for 2017. All donated. Here's two minutes with Annie Johnson. I told Jeff Berler that you got a call from God? Sure. Could you tell me about that? After I retired, I didn't have anything to do. And But years ago, I had seen this building, and I wanted to buy this building. But during that time, the only thing that was black people could do was to uh, have a juke, <laughs> you know, a club, so to speak. Uh-huh. And he didn't see fit of that. He saved it until I was able to be mature in his word, to carry his word on. So he said, go down and get the fish. This was a fish bucket. I said, I don't want no fish. So I had clean up upstairs, and I come down and sat down. I popped my purse, and he said, I said, go to the fish market. And when I got here with signs over there, said, for sale. I didn't have a job. <laughs> I like to run into the building. I say, the building for sale, how much? He said, go back out there and call the signs. Okay, I just had retired. This is 1998? Yes. Okay. And so I came on down here, and he's, I called the realtor, and we put in our applications. No job for, for, for the building, but God fixed everything where it would come into play. 
So I did two banks and neither one of them would accept me because I didn't have a job. So I asked the guy, I said, would you do it? Would you finance it yourself? He said, yes. So I got it financed through that, and that's why he told me. And then after I got down here and started working, I said, now what am I going to do down here? He said, feed my people. I said, now feed these people, what do you mean? I said, I would never cook for a group of people. So I said, but when will they come and eat? So when Dixie gave me four turkeys, I bought two. So we had six turkeys, and I made the other stuff in green. Well, the next year, people heard about me, and they started growing it, just growing snowballs. So yeah. now I get most everything that I need for Thanksgiving dinner. I don't have to buy. How, how many turkeys are you going to cook this year? Um, uh, 27 breakfasts and 35 turkeys. This is your mission, to yes, feed people. What, why is it important to feed people? That's because that's what God told me to do. Okay. So, so Miss Annie, how many people come and help you? Mm, too many. <laughs> oh, really? You have more help than you need? I, I tell one couple they can come, and I don't know, just like I don't know you. Right. Then they bring too many when they come in here, and I say, okay, the ones that come in for the 12 o'clock shift come on in, and they're about 20 go back in there to wash up. Because I don't know the people, and they want their friend to come. And so they bring their friend, and I tell them I want from a family. And now sex. It's apparently everywhere. State houses are tense places this holiday season. Men across the country, Tallahassee, Lexington, Sacramento, D.C., stand accused of unwanted touching, demeaning comments, and worse. At what point do comments create an environment where a person is unable to do their job and has an unequal opportunity for advancement and recognition? Graham is the only female gubernatorial candidate at this point. When she was an attorney for the Leon County School Districts, she conducted sexual harassment workshops. She says people know when they have crossed the line. Here's a bit of our conversation. I do believe that this is a watershed moment in our history, and I think it's a watershed moment for this issue of, you know, what is appropriate in the workplace? And we all need to respect one another. We all need to professionally um, behave in a way that's um, uh, productive for the job that we're expected to do. I don't think any of the uh, allegations, um, confirmed or otherwise, that, that we've heard recently are respectful, nor are they productive towards the job that we're all expected to do in the workforce. So I hope that we can take this time and learn from it and then come away from it uh, with a new understanding of, of how we behave in the workforce and, and, and uphold that expectation, but also stay friendly towards one another. I don't want to lose that either. And hugs are permitted? Hugs are absolutely permitted. And I'm, gonna, and, I'm, and I'm going to uh, continue to hug people. And, and I also respect if someone doesn't want to hug, I will not hug them. <laughs> Sunshine on Issues reports from the State House in Tallahassee. This has been Episode 6, Thanksgiving Day 2017. You can find us on iTunes. Please rate us. It helps others find the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Call Tallahassee. Like us on Facebook at the Tallahassee Democrat page. And talk to us via email, jcall at tallahassee.com. Sunshine on Issues is produced by Ashley White for the Tallahassee Democrat and the USA Today Network Florida. This is James Call. Thank you for your time.